0: to RCA Radio, a podcast where we cover the latest news and challenges in regulatory, compliance, quality assurance facing the life science industries. I'm your host, Brandon Miller. In this episode of RCA Radio, we're going to cover outsourcing leadership roles and how companies use staff augmentation to jumpstart their teams. Today, I'm joined by Erica Percelli, who is the CEO of RCA. Welcome, Erica.
1: Thank you, Brandon. I'm really excited to be here today to talk about this new and emerging trend that we're seeing in the market.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. As many of our uh, early listeners know, Erica used to host this podcast, so it's it's pretty surreal having her as a guest. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. As I mentioned earlier, we want to cover that staff augmentation and outsourcing leadership roles. And as the year continues, we're seeing more and more companies looking to get these experienced employees in the building as soon as possible. So today I wanted to teach our listeners about what uh, outsourced leadership is and staff augmentation by providing a brief background and then start looking at some current trends happening in the industry, talk about the process of augmenting your staff, and then finish off and let people know why subject matter experts are critical in these types of projects. So without further ado, Erica, could you give us a brief background on outsourced leadership and staff augmentation?
1: Yeah, so outsource leadership and staff augmentation is a service that we are finding continues to grow over the course of the past 12 months and and into the future. Really what it is, it is a way for companies to augment their existing teams to supplement critical roles. So organizations are finding that finding qualified staff is is very challenging. Um, I'm sure everybody Listening to this call has experienced um, the pain of, of labor shortages in this market, and really, this is a way to just augment and continue to track projects through to completion in a timely way.
0: Okay, yeah, and I, I kind of figured it would be a little, little brief and easy for people. It's pretty self-explanatory, but. What's currently happening in the industry? Like you said, um, in the past 12 months, we as RCA have seen um, an increase in these types of projects. So what do you think is driving that in the industry?
1: So the trend that we're seeing today is a result of many factors. The first one is a record low unemployment, which is being driven by different factors. Some of it is a result of the pandemic, where there were a number of groups that decided to maybe take retirement early. There was also a pretty significant portion of individuals that decided they wanted to open their own business and become an entrepreneur. And and some of that was really a factor of what we saw at the beginning of the pandemic with many businesses Either laying off labor or or shutting down. So as you can imagine, it, it has been a bit painful for everybody here in the U.S. as well as over in Europe. So when you think about the the large group of individuals that have maybe taken retirement early, it has left a pretty significant gap in the technical expertise that is available in the market. So one of the things that outsource leadership and staff augmentation does is it gives you the ability to bring in qualified experts on a short-term or longer-term basis to help you get those critical projects through to closure specifically thinking about making sure that your products continue to stay on the market making sure that any regulatory filings are are getting through and and progressing as planned and this is a great opportunity again to just short-term or long-term right you might call us and say hey I have a need for an individual to come in and help us with a a one-month project. That's something that we can typically support pretty quickly, and it allows you to keep maintaining and moving forward without worrying about having to think through how can I staff this internally and continue to maintain business.
0: And you started to mention there right at the end about kind of how you start getting into the process of after you've decided you need to have some sort of subject matter expert come in. What is the process of augmenting your staff or finding the, cor- or the right person for your outsourced leadership?
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that is really critical for companies as they think about it. So when they have a need to bring in a qualified person, they, they leave that work with us, right? We we do the heavy lifting. We take the time to understand exactly what the need is. And then we translate that into, okay, what are the skill sets needed to successfully complete that project or initiative? And then we do all the heavy lifting as far as finding the right qualified resources to work with that client through to closure. So honestly, on the client side, they have as much or as little involvement as they want. We try to make this as easy and efficient as possible.
0: Can you help us understand, uh, me and the listener, how startup companies can use this versus large companies?
1: That's a great point, Brandon. So when you think about startups, they are likely virtual, right? They probably have a limited staff, depending on where they are in the process. Uh, They have a lot to consider with thinking about bringing on headcount. And typically, they're not ready to do that yet. Maybe they're not at a point in their development that supporting a full-time employee makes sense for them. So what we've done in the past and currently are working on projects where They'll bring us in to support a regulatory function, right? So they've got this product in product development. They want to understand regulatory strategy, how it might be viewed by the FDA. That's something that we would work with them to have a resource, a subject matter expert available to answer those questions, to work through the things that they don't understand. You know, what are the elements they're going to need to include in their filing? What do they need to be thinking about now when they're in development versus when they're getting ready for commercialization as they think about a regulatory filing? So that's one way that we help. You know, you asked about larger companies that need assistance. You know, I think a good example is, let's say that a company is getting ready to put in a new manufacturing line. Probably not something they do every day, right? Probably not resources that they have that aren't currently deployed. So they would engage with us to come in and and provide them with a team, that can help them execute through the validation process. It's very targeted. You know, it's got a a limited lifeline. It could be three to six to nine months. You know, it it just depends on other particulars, but it allows them to bring in a team to engage, to use the right skill sets through to completion, and then do the handoff to the client and step back out. So one of the things that is really critical about this and and using subject matter experts is you have the ability to scale up and scale down quickly, and that's really critical for both startups as well as large enterprise companies.
0: So making it easy and efficient, obviously, is great for the client. How long, um, on average, do you think it would take for our projects from getting that first phone call of uh, from the client saying they have this need versus getting people into the door for them?
1: You know, it to some degree is a little bit dependent upon what the skill set is, but typically we can have resources ready within a week to go in and support that function. Now, if you're you know thinking about something that's very unique, it could take a little bit longer, but we are we've got a dedicated of team of people that work on recruiting and and identifying those people with the right skill sets.
0: Awesome. I know uh, time's a factor in most of these projects. so getting these people in the doors sooner uh, than later is mandatory. And then I kind of wanted to move into why, Subject matter experts are critical for these projects versus trying to get those entry-level people.
1: So subject matter experts are really important because they have the experience and capability of looking at the process or problem from a holistic standpoint and really being able to hone in and understand Where the pain points might be, versus, you know, if you bring in someone that's got less experience, they're going to be very tactical and just execute on whatever the task might be because. It's really easy. Really, you might not be aware that the pain point you think you have might not be the pain point that you have, right? So they bring that experience of being able to look at it and say, actually, let's think about it this way and work really closely with the leadership team to put together a solution that's going to address that short-term or long-term need. So we're, we're always thinking about how do we improve the process or in process flow to get them to what their future state. Is going to look like ultimately?
0: Okay, and I was just thinking too. What when a company is thinking they might have to do a staff augmentation? What are some steps they can take to look at their business and see? Okay, we do need to uh, we do need to find a couple extra people here, or we do need to get a regulatory head of regulatory in this building. Is there anything they can do on their side, or from help from others? to understand if they need to get some sort of outsourced leadership or um, augment their staff?
1: Yeah, some of it is understanding the capacity of the current team coupled with the skill set of the existing team. So once you understand both of those pieces, it gives you a little bit better idea of the type of resource that you need, and where they can help fill the gap. And we always like to think about it in terms of priority. So what's the priority for the client? And then what's the skill set they have internally? And then how do we best execute that?
0: All right, I got it. And then I'm also thinking at the end of these projects, because I know that having people, new people come into your facility can be daunting sometimes. Can you just uh, let the listeners know the ease of doing these kind of staff augmentations, uh, especially on the back end when the project's finished?
1: Yeah, I, I, the the really great thing about using subject matter experts is they're subject matter experts, right? So they don't typically require much training beyond understanding what the client's process flow is and and what their internal requirements are, and then from there, you know, it's execution and. After execution or at the tail end of it, it's really about the transfer of knowledge because we want to make sure that the client is armed with the knowledge they need to continue down the path even after we leave. Our goal is never to be there and, and you know, on a full-time basis forever. We want to transfer that knowledge and make them self-sustaining.
0: Yeah. And that's the, that's the best way we can do it for our clients too, because like you said, we want to make sure that we set them up for their future. Unlike a lot of people, we're trying to arm them and teach them how to do these projects themselves. So eventually down the road, they don't need us. But with that said, is there any final thoughts you have on outsourced leadership and the staff augmentation? I know we've covered a decent amount and I know there's a lot that goes into it. So is there any final thoughts?
1: I think just a couple of things as companies consider outsourcing and staff aug it's, it's really around client, right? So when you think about startup clients, these are companies that maybe don't want to bring on full-time headcount and they want to outsource very specific roles that they need internally, whether it's regulatory or quality. So, you know, these can be events where we're working with a client over an extended period of time on a part-time basis. And then from there, we have, you know, larger enterprise clients that are really targeted on a specific project, right? It could be four weeks to eight weeks to six months around validation activities and things like that, that maybe they just don't have the skill set internally. And they want to outsource that in order to get the project through to completion and, and not have to hire additional headcount. So, I you know, I guess in closing, really, it's, Understanding what the goals and objectives of the company are for them personally, and then, you know, being able to communicate that effectively so that they can get in the right help to support them and make sure that they continue to have their operations move forward.
0: Thank you again for those final thoughts, and thank you for taking the time to give us your insight into the world of staff augmentation and outsourcing leadership roles, uh, just for that full circle solution. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning into this episode of RCA Radio. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when we upload the next episode of RCA Radio. Thanks again and have a great day.